covering sports in the Midwest. It's the Midwest Sports Network, MWSN.net. It's episode 186 of the Cincinnati and Dayton Sports Podcast, and we're talking playoffs for boys soccer, girls soccer, and volleyball. As we're wrapping up fall sports in the state of Ohio during this coronavirus pandemic, and we got playoffs and more to talk about on the local Sunday Sports Podcast, episode 186. Welcome to the Cincinnati and Dayton Sports Podcast with Lee W. Mowen. This is a weekly audio podcast that covers all sports in Dayton and Cincinnati, Ohio, and covers areas from Norfolk, Kentucky and the Ohio River up to Lima and Allen County, from Richmond, Indiana and the surrounding Whitewater Valley region to Madison County and surrounding areas. If you want local sports, this is your source. To find your favorite way of listening to this podcast, as well as visiting the Tee Public and Redbubble shops, and find the latest episodes, please visit sindaypod.com. This opening theme was created with the Splash app. It's time for another episode with your host, Lee W. Mallon. In case you're one of those people that like to peek behind the curtain, this is back-to-back recordings as I recorded 185 just about a minute ago, and then I said, before I edit that out and upload it, I'm going to create episode 186. So, this episode is about boys soccer, girls soccer, and volleyball playoffs. Plus, I mentioned FC Cincinnati taking down Columbus Crew in the last Hell is Real chapter at Nippert Stadium. I mean, come to think of it, this year is the last year for Hell is Real at both Nippert and Mafray as both the crew and FC Cincinnati are getting new stadiums, hopefully, in 2021. I look at some of the progress on both of them. I mean, it's they're going to be fantastic venues. I appreciate the fact that the old stadium that the crew have called home for quite some time is not just going to sit there and waste. It's going to be turned into a youth facility, youth sports facility. It's going to say youth soccer, which, yeah, that, it's youth soccer, so, Yeah. So what I'm going to do, we are going to talk about playoff brackets for boys soccer, girls soccer, and volleyball. And I hope that I'm not too late and where games have already started, because then I'll feel like a total heel if that's the case. So I have all the sports here, and we're going to start with volleyball. Now, for other non-football sports in Ohio, you don't have seven divisions. Normally, you have four. And it works the same. Division one's your big schools. Division four is your smaller schools. And, of course, the amount of bodies is a little bit different as well. But it's still the same premise. If you're in Division one, you got a lot of people you go to school with. If you go to Division four, not so much. But let's start with volleyball. We'll start off with Southwest 1. They'll take on Southwest 4. And we'll start off with the teams that have buys. All these games until the finale of... Southwest 1 will be at Centerville High School. Actually, the top bracket will be. The bottom bracket will be at Sycamore High School. And then the winner of those sides of brackets will play at Vandalia Butler. 
which is a nice gym. Actually, I've been to all three gyms, and they are very, very nice. We'll start off with the top side of the bracket, and number one, Lebanon has a bye. And they'll play on the 22nd of this month. Who will they play? Well, it's going to be either number 18, Wayne, or number 10, Xenia. That's got to be fun, too, if you're the Wayne Warriors playing at your rival, just because, you know, Wayne Centerville, I mentioned, biggest rivalry in Dayton. And, yeah. I mean, who says that rivalry stops? But there you go. Piqua also has a bye. They're the 16th seed. They will play on the 22nd as well, and they'll take on the winner of either Vandalia Butler, the 8th seed, or number 17, Sydney. And all those games will be at Centerville. Your Butler, Sydney, and Wayne Senior games will be on the 20th of this month, October 20th, at 6 and 7.30. And Lebanon and Piqua will play on the 22nd at 6 and 7.30. Winner of those side of the brackets will play again on the 27th at 6, and the winner of that will play on Halloween afternoon at 2 at Butler. On the bottom side of the bracket, we have number 8, Kings Mills Kings, getting a bye. That's the 8th seed, and the Knights will get either number 16, Anderson, or number 21, Sycamore, and that's at Sycamore. So, should be a nice home court advantage for the Aves, and the winner of that will take on Kings. And also, Ursuline Academy, the three seed, they have a bye. They'll wait on number 25, Western Brown, or number 23, Oxford Talawanda. Again, the Anderson, Sycamore, and Western Brown Talawanda games are on the 20th, 530, 7.30. And Kings and Ursuline Academy will play on the 24th at noon and 2. And then the winner of those sides of the brackets will play at Sycamore at 7.30 on the 27th. And that takes care of Southwest 1 for volleyball. We move on to boys soccer. Southwest 1 looks like this. To the pitch we go. Tecumseh has a bye as the 17th seed. And it looks like they might travel to number 3 Carroll or host number 19 West Carrollton. It's based on who's got the better seeding. So for boys soccer, it looks like the better seeded team will host. And this instance on the 19th, just a couple days from now at 7, Carroll will welcome in West Carrollton. No relation. And whoever wins against the Patriots and Pirates will get a chance to host or visit Tecumseh. And we'll have on the next side of the bracket, number 5, Miamisburg, welcoming in number 10, Lebanon. Winner of the Vikings-Warriors game will host number 12, Xenia. Because Xenia's got to buy as the 12th seed, but... Because Miamisburg and Lebanon are higher seeds, means that it will be a road game for sure for the Buccaneers. Mason has a bye as the overall number one seed in Southwest 1. They'll get either number 28 Middletown or number 29 Western Brown. And this will be at Middletown. They play at a they play at a different soccer field. It's not at Barnett's Stadium. That's for football. Turpin will host Little Miami. That's a good ECC battle there. The Spartans and Little Miami Panthers. And they will move on. Whoever wins that game gets the winner of Coleraine hosting Winton Woods, 14-20. and 20. And that takes care of Southwest 1. Your first round games. Carroll, West Carrollton, Miamisburg, Lebanon. Middletown, Western Brown, and Turpin, Little Miami, along with Coleraine, Winton Woods, will all be October 19th. And they will mostly be at 7 o'clock. There is one exception. Coleraine and Witten Woods will start at 7.30. Now the 
winner of that game. The winner of the top bracket in the regional semis will play at Bellbrook or Lakota West. And then it's a site to be determined on the 29th to advance out of Southwest 1. For girls soccer, it looks like this. Seton Academy, they're the fifth seed. They have a bye, and they will host either number 14, Hamilton, or number 17, Kings Mills Kings. So Hamilton will host Kings, and then the winner of that will go to Seton to play. And these games for girls soccer will be on the 20th, it looks like. We'll tell you the times after wrapping up the bracket. Ursula Academy, the 10th seed, will get number 27, Princeton. And that will be at St. Ursula Academy. I think I missed St. the first time. I apologize. But St. Ursula Academy will host Princeton. Winner of that gets number 7, Milford, who's had quite a great year in girls' soccer. And the Eagles will host either one of those schools. Northwest has a bye as the 30th seed. They'll either get Lakota West or Wilmington, meaning Northwest's first game will be a road affair. Lakota West will welcome in Wilmington on the 20th. And Lebanon will host Turpin, and the winner of that game will either get to host if Lebanon wins or visit if Turpin wins against Little Miami, the 16th seed. Your first-round games are all October 20th, and all but one start at 7. Lebanon and Turpin start at 6. So keep in mind for that. And we'll go to Southwest 2 next. I should correct myself before we continue on. For volleyball, Southwest 1 doesn't get Southwest 4. They get Southwest 3. For soccer, it is 1 versus 4 and 2 versus 3. So now we move to Southwest 2. First for volleyball, Mount Notre Dame's got the number 2 seed and a bye. And they'll play at Lakota East on the 24th against the winner of number 24, Hamilton, or number 27, Princeton. For soccer, it looks like the better seed or the higher seed gets to host, whereas for volleyball, you know where you're going, which, I mean, that that's pretty nice, I mean, you know where to go, but at the same time, I mean, you kind of know where to go for soccer playoffs too, so there you go. We have, I mentioned Princeton versus Hamilton on the 21st, looks like most of these first round matches will be the 21st, we have a 22nd matchup as Loveland will battle Little Miami. And all these top games will be at Lakota East before getting to the Southwest 2 Regional Final. That'll be at Vandalia Butler. On the bottom of the bracket, it'll be held at Centerville. And the Elks get a bye, and they get some home court cooking as well. The Elks will wait for the winner of number 13, Springfield, or number 14, Stebbins. And... All three of the first-round games at Centerville will be on the 19th. Number four, Troy, gets number 20, Franklin. And number five, Springboro, gets number 19, West Carrollton. The Elks, again, they have the bye. They'll get either Springfield or Stebbins. And the winner, Troy Franklin v. Springboro, West Carrollton, they'll play on the 21st. So, again, your first-round games at Centerville, all on the 19th, starting at 5 o'clock, 5, 6, 30, and 8. And for the ones at Lakota East, Loveland Little Miami's on the 22nd at 5.30. And the two other games on the 21st will be 5.30, 7.30. So that takes care of Southwest 2 for volleyball. Now to boys soccer. We have St. X holding a bye. The Bombers, the two-seed overall. And it looks like they will host either Harrison or Hamilton. 
at the better seeded team site. When I say better team or higher seed, I mean the lower seed. So number 21, Harrison, will host number 27, Hamilton. I know technically I'm saying that incorrectly, but I just wanted to make sure we weren't all confused on that. So Harrison gets Hamilton first on the 19th. Walnut Hills will host Western Hills on the 19th at Walnut Hills. And the winner of that will either go or host Goshen. Move on towards the bottom side of Southwest 2 and boys soccer. Kings will host Fairfield. Winner of that game goes to Oak Hills. And number 7, Anderson will have a bye. They'll take on either Lakota West, the 13-seeded Firebirds, or the Cougars, seeded 23, from Edgewood. So Anderson and Oak Hills, they'll get home games. Your first-round games for boys soccer, all on the 19th, and they all start at 7 o'clock at their facilities. Again, Harrison, Walnut Hills, Kings, and Lakota West. Girls soccer, Southwest 2, wrapping up this Bracket as Centerville's got a number one seed in a first round bye, and they'll host either number 10 Fairborn or number 13 Xenia. Huber Heights Wayne's got a bye as well. The Warriors, the 14th seed, they'll either go to Troy's, the 8th seed, if the Trojans advance, or host Piqua, the 15th seed, if the Indians advance. Your first round games at Fairborn at Troy are on the 20th at 7 o'clock. And on the bottom side of the bracket, all these games on the 20th as well. West Claremont will host Edgewood, 20 versus 26. Winner of West Claremont Edgewood gets number two, Loveland, at Loveland. We'll have number 13, Sycamore, host Mercy McCauley, the 18th seed. And the victor of that will take on the victor of Oak Hills, 8th seed, against number 21, Talawanda. So again, all your first round games are on the 20th, and it looks like all of them are at 7 o'clock. As we talk about Southwest 2. Moving on to Southwest 3, we have Seton with a first round bias, the overall number one seed. And these games will be played at Sycamore High School. And on the 21st, Northwest and Middletown will square off. Northwest will be the home team in that contest as the higher seed of the two. And the winner of that will get number one Seton. And this is the 21st at 5.30 at Sycamore. After that, it'll be number 12, Harrison, battling number 28, Wilmington, for a chance to play three days later back at Sycamore against number 10, Lakota West, who has a bye. On the bottom side of the bracket, we go to Vandalia Butler High School as number 11, Northmont, has number 12, Fairborn. Winner of that game has number 3, Beaver Creek. Bellbrook and Tecumseh square off at Butler. This is Vandalia Butler, by the way. 6 versus 15. Winner of Bellbrook Tecumseh gets either number 7 Fairmont or number 9 Miamisburg. Your first round games at Butler all on the 20th starting at 5, 6.30 and 8. Your games at Sycamore on the 21st at 5.30 and 7.30. For boys soccer Southwest 3. Let's read them out. Beaver Creek's got a first round buys the 2 seed and they will host either number 9 Sydney or number 14 Wayne. Sydney will host Wayne on the 19th at 7. We have Springboro hosting Piqua on the 19th at 7. Vandalia Butler will welcome in Northmont on the 19th at 7. And we scroll on to the bottom side of Southwest 3. Sycamore's got the other bye. They're the fourth-seeded Aves. And they'll either get Talawanda, the 18th seed, or the 29th-seeded West Claremont Wolves coming in. Milford hosts LaSalle. 
and Moeller host Princeton. And all these games will be the 19th, with the exception of Moeller and Princeton, starting at 7. Moeller and Princeton's game will be at 5 at Moeller. And now for girls soccer. Springfield and Beaver Creek technically skipped the first round. They get buys, and they will duel each other in Beaver Creek as the number 17-seeded Wildcats get the number 2 Beavers on the 24th. West Carrollton also gets a buy as the 18th seed. They'll take on the winner of number 9, Northmont, number 12, Tecumseh. We have Mason getting a buy, and they'll host either number 12, Fairfield, or number 24, Western Brown. And Ursuline Academy will get Harrison. Ursuline Academy will be hosting Harrison. Winner of that gets number 15, Lakota East. Your first round games look like they're all on the 20th, and they all start at 7 o'clock at the respected sites. And to cap off Division 1 in all three sports, we go to Southwest 4 in volleyball. St. Ursula Academy's got a bye as the fourth seed. They'll wait their opponents. This is all at Lakota West as Colerain will be the home team against Fairfield on the 21st. And after the Colerain-Fairfield game, number 9 Milford takes on number 28 Winton Woods. Winner of Milford-Winton Woods gets number 7 Mason and all this at Lakota West. Your first round games on the 21st, 5-30, Again, Lakota West. At Lakota East, we have number 26 Monroe visiting number 14 Oak Hills. And Mercy McAuley's on the other side as the fifth seed. They'll await the winner of the Hornets and the Highlanders. And number 20, Edgewood, gets number 22, Walnut Hills. And the winner of that gets number 6, Turpin. First round games are on the 20th, and it's 5-37-30 at Lakota East High School. On to boys soccer in Southwest 4. We have Mount Healthy with a bye as the 32nd seed. And they will travel to either number 3, Loveland, or number 31, with throw. Again, another former ECC battle there, but Loveland has a pretty dynamite soccer team. We have number 16, Elder, a bye in boys soccer. They'll get the winner of Lakota East hosting Northwest. By the way, the first round matches all on the 19th and all starting at 7 o'clock. Centerville's got a bye as the overall number one seed. They'll get either Fairmont or Fairborn. That'll be a fun one to announce. And if you're not from around here, you think they're neighboring cities, but they're not. Fairmont is not a city. Kettering is, but Fairmont is a neighborhood of Kettering. At least I think. That's what the high school's called, too. So there you go. Fairborn is the city, and it's a combination of the words Fairfield and Osborne. In case you're wondering why there's a Fairfield Commons, but not a Fairborn Commons, that's why. And North Fairfield Road, so... There you go. Now you learned something. So Fairmont hosts Fairborn, and then the winner of that game gets to travel to Centerville at Alumni Stadium. Number six, Troy, will welcome in number 13, Springfield, and the winner of that will face Stebbins and host the Stebbins Indians. Girls soccer time, Mount Notre Dame's the number one seed. They got a bye, and they'll take on either Colerain or Walnut Hills. The Cardinals host the Eagles of Walnut Hills in the 23-25 seeded battle. Your first round matches are on the 20th, and looks like all of them will start at 7 o'clock. Anderson, the 6th seed, hosts Middletown, the 28th seed. Winner of that will host number 31, Witten Woods. Vandalia Butler's got a five as the 4th seed, hosting either the 
number six seed Springboro Panthers, or visiting the three-seeded Miamisburg Vikings. And Fairmont will welcome in Bellbrook, and the winner of that game will travel to Sydney. Again, your better-seeded team site, all at 7 o'clock, all on October 20th. And that wraps up Division 1. So we move on to Division 2. Again, for all sports that aren't football, you only have about four divisions. Or in ice hockey, you have one. But I know there's some coaches that are trying to turn that around and make it two, but more on that later. We start off with volleyball in Division 2, Southwest 1. And Kenton Ridge, the fourth seed, has a bye. These games will be at Tecumseh, and the winner of this side of the bracket will play at Fairmont High School to determine who's advancing out of Southwest 1. So the games at Tecumseh, your first rounders are on the 20th, starting at 5.30. And we have number 5, Greenville, taking on number 3, Benjamin Logan. And winner of that will play Kenton Ridge. And 10th seed at Bell Fountain has number 2, Graham. Winner of that gets number 6, Brookville. That's all at Tecumseh. Bottom side of the bracket, we're at Lebanon High School. Just one first-round game. And it's number 10, Stivers, battling number 8, Ross. That'll be on the 21st at 8. Your second-round games are on the 24th. Ponets Tech and Alter have first-round buys, technically. And they will play each other 24th at 3.15 at Lebanon. At 1.30, Bishop Fenwick's got the overall number one seed. They'll take on either Ross or Stivers. And this is all at Lebanon High School. Moving on to boys soccer in Division 2, Southwest 1. Monroe's got a bye. Another impressive year by the Hornets. I tell you, Monroe's soccer teams, they just keep rolling on. The Hornets will host either the number 7-seeded Waynesville Spartans or the 8-seeded CJ Eagles. So Waynesville hosts CJ first on the 19th. Bellbrook will welcome in Franklin on the 19th. Hamilton Ross will get Valley View on the 19th as well. Your first round games will be at the better sites, 19th at 7 o'clock. And the bottom side of the bracket, all on the 19th, all at 7 o'clock. As we have Norwood hosting Clinton Massey, winner of the Indians-Falcons game, goes to play Summit Country Day at Summit Country Day. Wilmington will host Bethel Tate. And Roger Bacon will get McNicholas in the Battle of Six versus Seven. And the winner of those last two games will play each other on the 22nd. Now for girls soccer, Division 2, Southwest 1, Monroe with a bye. No, I did not repeat that. But Monroe will wait the winner of number 6, Clinton Massey, or number 10, Stiver, School for the Arts. The first round game between Clinton Massey and Stivers will be on the 20th at 7, and this is at Clinton Massey. Winner of that takes on number two, Monroe. Skipping the first round altogether, we have number five, Bishop Fenwick, taking on number seven, Franklin, Battle of Warren County Schools. Goshen skips the first round with an 11 seed. They'll get either Summit Country Day, the top seed, or number 12, Norwood. Bethel take the 13th seed, will get a bye. They'll host, actually, they'll travel to either number three, Indian Hill, or number nine, Batavia. Again, your first-round games on the 20th, and most of those at 7 o'clock. Summer Country Day at Norwood will start at 5.30. Onwards to Southwest 2 in Division 2. For volleyball, Thurgood Marshall, the 14-seeded team. They'll get a bye, and they'll get either number 2, Hamilton Baden, or number 15, Belmont. 
And these games in the top side of the bracket will be played at Lebanon with the finale of Southwest 2 at Fairfield High School on Halloween Day. Halloween noon, even. Spooky. Dunbar and Valley View get first round buys. They'll take on each other at Lebanon on the 24th. Valley View the 6th seed, Dunbar the 12th seed. And Thurgood Marshall again has the winner of Baden-Belmont. Purcell Marion's got a first round bye. The bottom side of the bracket is at Princeton High School. And number two, Wyoming gets number 12, North College Hill. Not too far for Wyoming. North College Hill, that's not terribly too far. Purcell Marion's got the bye. They'll take on either the Cowgirls or the Trojans. And Indian Hill and New Richmond skip the first round altogether. They'll take on each other. Indian Hill, the better seed, 5th versus 7th. And again, that's at Princeton. Your first round game at Princeton's the 20th at 7. Your second round games are on the 24th at Princeton, starting at 11 a.m. And last match at 1 p.m. Your match is at Lebanon, 5 and 6.45 on the 24th. First round match is 21st at 4.30 at Lebanon. To boys soccer, Southwest 2, Carlisle gets a first round bias, the 12th seed. And they'll take on either the top-seeded Oakwood Lumberjacks or the 14-seeded Ponix Golden Panthers. Oakwood will host Ponix there. Archbishop Alter will host Bishop Fenwick in a nice GCL co-ed battle. Hamilton Bay in the sixth seed gets number 10, Eaton. And the winner of Alter, Fenwick, and Bain Eaton play each other. Carlisle gets Oakwood and Ponix Tech. And it looks like Carlisle can host if Punix Tech upsets Oakwood. If Oakwood wins, it's Carlisle visiting the Lumberjacks. To the bottom side of the bracket. Oh, by the way, I should mention, in the Southwest 2 semifinal, that game will be at Fairmont High School. And the other semifinal will be at Oakwood. We will have number 1, Tippecanoe, take on number 10, Greenville, on the 19th at 7. Winner of that gets number 10, Graham, visiting by... And the next match will be at Oakwood. Your first round match between Northwestern and Urbana will be at Northwestern, 7 versus 8. Winner of that will host number 9, Indian Lake. And now for girls' soccer, we have Taylor getting a first round bye, the fourth seed. And the Yellow Jackets get either number 2, Baden, or number 10, New Richmond. Baden will host the Lions, New Richmond. McNicholas welcomes in Hamilton Ross on the 20th. All these first-round matches appear to be on the 20th at 7. Wyoming will welcome in Roger Bacon. Carroll will get Ben Logan on the 20th at 7. And Milton Union will get Urbana. Same day, same time. Winner of Carroll, Ben Logan, gets Brookville visiting in. Northwestern will host either Milton Union or Urbana. Wyoming, Roger Bacon's winner against McNicholas and Ross. They'll play at the higher seed. So it could be either Wyoming or McNicholas, possibly Ross, if Wyoming and McNicholas fall. And that will do it for Southwest 2. Onwards to Southwest 3. So Southwest 3 looks like this. Eaton's got a first-round bye. They're the fourth-seeded Eagles. And they'll take on either the winner of number 7, Clinton Massey, or number 9, Actually, Clinton Massey's the ninth seed, or number seven, Carroll. Excuse me for that mess up, but Carroll and Clinton Massey tangle on the 21st at 6.15, and then Eaton will take on one of those two teams at 10 a.m. on the 24th. All these games are at Lebanon, again, until the Southwest 3 finale at Fairfield. 
Oakwood and Chaminade Julienne skip the first round. They'll play on the 24th right after Eaton and the winner of Carol Clinton Massey. And that'll be 11.45 as number 5 CJ battles number 11 Oakwood. Number 1 Roger Bacon. In fact, there's only one first round opponent. That's Carol Clinton Massey. Everyone else will play a little bit later in the week. Roger Bacon, the top seed, will play at Princeton High School against number 13 Mount Healthy. And whoever wins that will go back to Princeton on the 27th. They'll take on the winner of number 6, Batavia, or number 8, Goshen. So the bottom of the bracket will play at Princeton High School. Now for Southwest 3 Boys Division 2, Kenton Ridge gets a bye. It's the sixth seed, and they'll take on Milton Union or Bell Fountain. By the way, congrats to the Milton Union Bulldogs. First time in school history, they won a share of the SWBL. Congrats to the dogs on that. Milton Union, the second seed. Bell Fountain, the fifth seed. Winner of that takes on Kenton Ridge and hosts the Cougars of Kenton Ridge, I should add. Milton Union will welcome in Bell Fountain on the 19th at 7. Skip of the first round will be Springfield Shawnee at Benjamin Logan. That will be played on the 22nd at 7. Wyoming, the top seed, will get Blanchester in boys soccer. That's the 19th at 7. And Claremont Northeastern will travel to New Richmond. Again, 19th at 7. Indian Hill will welcome in Batavia. Taylor will travel to CHCA. And the winner of Wyoming Blanchester and Claremont Northeastern New Richmond will play on the 22nd at 7. And whoever wins Indian Hill and Batavia versus Taylor and CHCA will play 7 o'clock better seeded foe. Now for girls, Southwest 3. Alter gets the bye as the top seed. They'll either take on their GCL foes in Chaminade Julienne, the eighth seed, or the number nine seed, Eaton Eagles. Valley View's got a first round bye as well as the three seed. They'll welcome in either Oakwood or number 11, Ponnets. Greenville's got a first round bye as well. The Green Wave, the 12th seed of Green Wave, will either host the top seeded Tippecanoe Red Devils or number nine, Bell Fountain and the Chieftains. And Springfield Shawnee has the last buy of this bracket. The three-seeded Braves will either get number five, Kenton Ridge, or number six, Graham. Your first-round matches, with the exception of Kenton Ridge-Graham, will be on the 20th at 7. The Kenton Ridge and Graham battle will be on the 21st at 7. And that almost closes out Division 2, but... We still have a couple Southwest 4s and a couple Central 2s. For Southwest 4 in volleyball, the top side of the bracket plays at Princeton. Bottom side will play at Tecumseh. First round battles, well, there's only two, and they're both at Tecumseh on the 19th, starting at 5.30. We'll have Urbana, the home team, against Milton Union, and Tippecanoe, the top seed, gets number 12, Trotwood Madison. Winner of Milton Union, Urbana, gets Springfield Shawnee in two days, and the winner of Tip and Trotwood gets... Northwestern in two days. And now to the top of the brackets. The Southwest 4 finale will be at Fairmont High School at James S. Trent Arena. Beautiful place if you've never been. Summit Country Day will be the home team to number 9 Marymont. And Taylor, the 3 seed, gets number 10 Bethel Tate. Winner of those games play on the 28th. Your second round battles at Princeton will be on the 24th starting at 3 p.m. So that closes out Volleyball's Division 2. Central 2 for boys soccer. No buys to speak of. And really, these are mostly Columbus schools here, with the exception of Jonathan Alder. 
So we'll talk about Central 2. Central 2 will get Southwest 2's winner for the Region 8 semifinal. Bloom Carroll's the two seed, getting Amanda Clear Creek at Bloom Carroll. Bishop Larson hosts Sparta Highland. St. Francis of Sales will welcome in Heath. And Buckeye Valley will welcome in Jonathan Alder. And for girls soccer, also Central 2, mostly Columbus schools here, with exception of London, which, yes, that is close to Columbus. But what I mean is, you know, we talk schools that are in conferences around the area. So I hope that made sense because it didn't make sense to me. By the way, the girls soccer will have Central 2's winner square up with Southwest 3's winner. Bexley's the three seed hosting Hamilton Township. Number six, Worthington Christian gets number 13, London. Number five, Bishop Hartley gets Whitehall Yearling. And Bloom Carroll will host Lakewood. And that closes out Division Two in volleyball, boys soccer, and girls soccer. Halfway there. And we move on to Division Three in Southwest One in volleyball. Your top bracket will play at Reading. Bottom will be at Brookville. And the final of Southwest One will be at Vandalia Butler. We start off with Finneytown, the home team. That's the 14th seed against Georgetown, the 15th seed. Again, these will be at Reading. Your first round battles will be on the 22nd at 5 and 6.30. Your 6.30 match is Norwood taking on Seven Hills. Winner of the Stingers and the Indians of Norwood gets number 9 Reading, the host team. And number 1 CHCA awaits the winner of Georgetown, Finneytown. On the bottom side of the bracket, Bethel and Greenview get first-round buys, as West Liberty Salem will be the home team to number 9 Anna at Brookville. That's a hike for the Tigers and Rockets to Brookville, but beautiful gymnasium, though. And Arcanum, the 8th seed, gets number 6 Preble Shawnee. That's a little bit better in travel, as the Arrows will be the home team to the Trojans. Winner of Arcanum, Preble Shawnee, gets Greenview. Winner of Anna, West Liberty Salem, gets Bethel. Now to boys soccer, Division 3, Southwest 1. Tri-County North has a first-round bye, as does Miami East. Marymount, the top seed, as we look at the first-round matchups. Number 5, Yellow Springs, will host number 18, New Lebanon Dixie. You have number 10, West Liberty Salem, welcoming in number 12, Springfield Catholic Central. Felicity Franklin, number 8, gets number 9, Deer Park. Number 4, Cincinnati Country Day, will welcome in number 11, Williamsburg. And number five, Georgetown, welcomes in number 10, Redding. Winner of Felicity Franklin, Deer Park, gets number one, Marymount. And the winner of Yellow Springs, Dixie, gets Tri-County North. Winner of West Liberty Salem, Springfield Catholic Central, gets Miami East. And your first round matches, with the exception of Cincinnati Country Day, Williamsburg, will be on the 19th at 7. The CCD and Williamsburg game will be at 5, same day. Girls soccer, Waynesville's got the overall number one seed in Southwest 1. And as the stander of the bye, they'll get either number 17, Indian Lake, hosting number 19, Tri-County North. Botkins and Newton will skip the first round altogether. The Trojans of Botkins and the Indians of Newton. Botkins will host Newton in the second round. Your Indian Lake and Tri-County North game will be on the 20th at 7. It looks like Miamisburg will host the semis of Southwest 1. Actually, one of the semis. The other one goes to Springboro. Funny how that works. Middletown Madison will host South Charleston Southeastern Local. I'll forget that Southeastern is in South Charleston. (laughs) 
Sorry about that. But Monroe Masson, Middletown Masson, and Southeastern will play for the right to take on Dayton Christian, who's got a bye. And Dayton Christian will host that team. Number seven, Miami East will host number eight, Greenan. Whenever that gets the winner of Dayton Christian slash Madison Southeastern. And that takes care of Southwest 1. Move ahead to Southwest 2 for volleyball. Madeira's got a bye as the three seed. And East Clinton and McNicholas will skip the first round. They'll compete with each other. Most of these matches look to be at Indian Hill High School, except the second round is at Milford High School. And the finale of Southwest 2 is at Northmont. So your first round match is at Indian Hill on the 20th at 5.30 as Cincinnati Country Day will be the home team to number 8 Waynesville. Winner of that gets Madeira at Milford. On the bottom side of the bracket, Middletown Masson gets a bye and they'll await their foe at Brookville as number 13 Indian Lake will compete with number 5 Miami East at Brookville. Then you have number 19 Carlisle taking on number 1 Northeastern. And number 17, Northridge, squaring off with number 12, National Trail. Your first rounders at Brookville start at 5, and the last match scheduled for 8 o'clock. For Southwest 2 and Boys Soccer Division 3, Troy Christian hosts Layman Catholic. Winner of that game will host Northeastern. Brookville will host Jackson Center up north. Winner of that gets number 9, Bethel. Clark Montessori's got a first-round bye. They'll take on either Madeira on the road or Fayetteville-Perry at home. Finneytown, the sixth seed, gets Fairfield Christian. Oh, excuse me, that is Cincinnati Christian. It's confusing how they put Fairfield in it. Yes, I know Cincinnati Christian's in Fairfield, but there's also a Fairfield Christian, so maybe not do that. Or spell out Cincinnati, one of the two. I'll get the hint. Let's try that again. Cincinnati Christian gets Finneytown. Seven Hills gets Purcell Marion. Winner of Finneytown, Sin Christian, will get the winner of Seven Hills, Purcell Marion. Your first round matches are on the 19th, and all of them will be at 7 o'clock. Girls soccer in Southwest 2 looks like this. Madeira's got a first round bye as the three seed. They'll take on the winner of number seven, CHCA, or number nine, Georgetown. CHCA will host Georgetown. It's something I found funny, too. I want to talk about Madeira for a second, because I never knew this about Madeira. I knew that the men were known as the Mustangs, but the women's sports are known as the Amazons. I never would have guessed that. Never. So, yeah, the more I know, because I'm pretty sure everyone else knew that, but there you go. We have Seven Hills getting a bye. They'll either travel to number four, Reading, or host number 16, Felicity Franklin, depending on how that first round matchup goes. These are all on the 20th of October at 7 o'clock. Springfield Catholic Central will host Northeastern in a nice Springfield battle. Winner of that will go to Anna on the 24th. And Preble Shawnee Dixie, soon to be foes in the WOAC. It's Preble Shawnee hosting Dixie. Current Southwestern Buckeye League foes. And the winner of that will play at Eaton, either against Anna or Springville Catholic Central, Northeastern's winner. And that's Southwestern 2, Southwest 3. Start up with volleyball. My hometown Twin Valley South Panthers have a bye at Brookville. And they will wait either their foes to the east on 35, New Lebanon-Dixie, the 14th seed, or Dayton Christian out of Miamisburg, the 2 seed. 
And the top of the bracket will be played at Brookville. And the finale of Southwest 3 is at Northmont. The bottom of the bracket, again, it's with that Indian Hill-Milford split. We'll talk a little bit more of that. New Lebanon-Dixie Dayton Christian squares off on the 21st at 6 at Brookville. After that, it's number 18, Greenan, versus number 3, Versailles. Winner of that game gets number 15, Meadowdale. Skipping the first round altogether, it's number 2, Williamsburg, hosting Deer Park at Milford High School. Williamsburg will be the home team. And Claremont Northeastern has a bias, the 7th seed. They'll await St. Bernard Elmwood Place, the 11th seed, or number 12, Blanchester. St. Bernard and Blanchester play at Indian Hill on the 20th at 7.30. Winner of that game plays at Milford on the 24th against Nor- Claremont Northeastern at 7. To boys soccer we go. Botkins will host Stivers in the battle of 2 and 22. And Emmanuel Christian Academy from Springfield will await them next. If Stivers pulls up a big upset, Stivers goes to Springfield. If Botkins holds strong at home turf, Emmanuel Christian goes to the Trojans. Newton will host Greenview, and the winner of that gets number four, Legacy Christian, hosting either of those winners. Middletown Masson's got a bye, and Greenan, the number one seed, will host Fairlawn. Winner of that game will take on Middletown Masson. The only way the Mohawks get a home game if Greenan falls. And Twin Valley South has another first-round bye as the 15th seed. I like how they have to make that font super small because they're spelling out West Alexandria, but... There you go. Dayton Christian or Preble Shawnee will be the Panthers' foe. And Dayton Christian will welcome in Preble Shawnee. First round matches all on the 19th, all at 7 o'clock. And now Southwest 3, Division 3 for girls soccer. Bethel's got a first round bias, the fourth seed. Troy Christian will host Carlisle. And that's on the 20th at 7 o'clock. Greenview and National Trail skip the first round. They'll play on the 24th at 7 at Greenview. Marymont's got the bye as the overall number one seed. They'll either get Fayetteville Perry or Clark Montessori. And that first match is on the 20th at 7 at Fayetteville. Deer Park also has a bye, but they'll await the winner of Claremont Northeastern, the better seed against Blanchester. And the winner of that will take on the Wildcats of Deer Park. Should be the Deers or something. I mean, I know I complain about that a lot, but... It's not a big deal. Your semis in Southwest 3, by the way. The top bracket gets Beaver Creek. Bottom gets Madeira. And that's Southwest 3. We move on to Southwest 4 and Central 2. And we go back to volleyball. North Union's got the number one seed. Again, this is more central. So if you don't hear a lot of Sunday schools, that's why. Mount Union will host the winner of West Jefferson and Amanda Clear Creek, which is on the 20th at 6 at West Jefferson. Skipping the first round will be Bishop Reedy hosting Mount Jaled. Jaled, excuse me. I think it's Jaled. And that'll be on the 24th at 2.30. Burn Union will host Johnstown Monroe in a battle of 4 and 6. And Liberty Union will host Marion Pleasant on the 24th at 2.30. So a lot of second round games and only one first round game. It's West Jefferson hosting Amanda Clear Creek. And that's in volleyball. We move on to boys soccer, Central 2. Columbus Academy gets a first round bye. It's the three seed. And they'll wait number 11, Groveport Christian. Because I never heard of Madison Christian. Groveport Madison Christian or Canal Winchester Harvest Prep. 
which, yes, there is a school called Canal Winchester, but Harvest Prep is a private school there, so there you go. And that'll be at Madison Christian on the 22nd of 5. And that's your only first-round matchup. Your second-rounders look like this with standing Columbus Academy. We have Grove City Christian hosting Liberty Union in Battle of 6 and 8. Fairbanks will host number 15, Marion Pleasant. Northside Christian from Westerville gets to travel to Wellington School. No, you don't learn how to make beef Wellingtons there. <laughs> Are you funny? In Southwest 4, <laughs> Girls Soccer Division 3. I'm laughing at myself because I know I'm not funny. Twin Valley South will host Middletown Christian as the 13-seeded Panthers get the 21st-seeded Eagles. And the winner of that goes to Lehman Catholic in four days. And you can catch that game on West Alex on the 20th at 7. That's your... Next first-round game is Ripley, Union, Lewis, Huntington, John, Jacob, Jingle, Meiger, Schmidt. His name is my name, too. No, it's uh, Ripley, I believe, is the town. Union, Lewis, I believe, are townships. And Huntington is the city, I think. I don't know. Someone's got to teach me that. But, yeah, I like it. It seems like that name grows longer year in, year out. So it's literally going to be like John, Jacob, Jingle, Heimer, Schmidt. But Huntington gets Finneytown. I'm sorry. I I shouldn't be making fun of names, but you get what I'm saying. Cincinnati Country Days got the bye. They'll take the winner of Ripley Union, Lewis Huntington, or Finneytown. And St. Bernard gets a bye as the 18th seed. They will travel to either number 6 Williamsburg or number 17 Purcell Marion. First round matches are on the 20th, all at 7 o'clock at the respected sites. And that closes out Division 3. One more division to go. To Division 4 we go, and we don't have any brackets for girls' soccer because there's only three divisions for that sport, but we do have Division 4 for volleyball and boys' soccer. We'll start off with volleyball. Southwest 1 looks like this. Fairlawn gets a bye, and they'll play at Covington. The top of the bracket goes to Covington. The bottom of the bracket's at Troy, and the Southwest 1 finale is at Troy as well. Beautiful gym at Troy. Very large, very nice, too. Very shiny in there. At least last time I went in there as well. But Fairlawn gets a bye. They're the 8th seed. They'll take on the winner of Housen, the 19th seed, or Tri-Village, the 4th seed. Skipping the first round and going straight to the second round will be number 5, Riverside, against number 13, Bakkins. Your first round, your first match, will be on the 20th at 5 at Covington. Whereas your second round matches will be at Covington 24th starting at 3. And now we move on to the bottom of the bracket. And Sonia and Newton get buys as the 17th and 16th seeded squads. You have number 6 Franklin Monroe battling with number 12 Layman Catholic on the 21st at 6. Followed with Emmanuel Christian Academy versus Jackson Center. Battle of 18 versus 3. Winner of Layman Catholic, Franklin Monroe, gets Ansonia. Winner of Emmanuel Christian and Jackson Center gets Newton. And yes, there's a Franklin Monroe School in Dark County. I think I talk about this constantly, but yeah, it's not Franklin. It's not Monroe. It's Franklin Monroe. Now for boys soccer, Southwest 1, Tri-County North gets a bye as a 20th seed. And they'll wait either number 5, Yellow Springs, or number 18, New Lebanon Dixie. That first round match will be at Yellow Springs on the 19th at 7. We also have a first-round match, same day, same time, at West Liberty Salem as the Tigers host Springfield Catholic Central. And the winner of that gets standby number six, Miami East. 
Top seed Marymont has the last buy of Southwest One. They'll get the winner of Felicity Franklin or Deer Park. Deer Park will host this match. Normally it's the better seed, but according to the bracket, it's at Deer Park. So there you go. Cincinnati Country Day will host Williamsburg. That's 19th at 5. And Georgetown, the 5th seed, gets Redding, the 10th seed, 19th at 7. Onwards to Southwest 2 for volleyball. Cincinnati Christian's got to buy the top seed, and they'll wait at Redding. Top side of the bracket is Redding. Bottom side is Covington. Southwest 2 finale is at Troy. We got Legacy Christian from Xenia, the sixth seed. They will take on East Dayton Christian, who I believe are new to OHSAA. I thought they were in the alternative to OHSAA, but it's nice to see them. I remember... How did I find out about East Dayton Christian? Was it social media or was it someone wearing a jacket? Like, wait, East Dayton Christian? Hmm. So there you go. But uh, Battle Christian School's there. Legacy Christian from Xenia against East Dayton Christian. I believe they're more Riverside, if I'm thinking correctly. But whatever that gets Cincinnati Christian. It's funny how that lines up. It's a battle of Christian schools, and it'll be another battle of Christian schools. And this will be all at Reading. Your first-round matches at Reading will be the 21st, starting at 5. Next up, after that first round, it will be Cedarville Lachlan, 3 versus 9. And that'll be 6.30 right after the Legacy Christian, East Dayton Christian matchup. Winner of Cedarville Lachlan gets Ripley Union Lewis Huntington. Now on the bottom side of the bracket, we got number two seeded Rushi. Yes, it's spelled Russia, but it's not pronounced Russia. It's Rushi. Rushi gets Mississinawa Valley, the 20th seed. This is at Covington. Winner of Raiders Blackhawks gets number 21 Springfield Catholic Central. Bomb side of the bracket at Covington. It's Southeastern, the 11th seed. Tangling with number 9, Covington. Winner of that gets number 10, Troy Christian. And now on to boys soccer, Division 3, Southwest 2. With a bye, it's number 21, Northeastern. Number 9, Bethel. Number 13, Clark Montessori. And your first round matchups look like this. All in the 19th, it appears. As number 3, Troy Christian hosts number 19, Lehman Catholic. Number eight, Brookville, gets number 14, Jackson Center. We have Fayetteville Perry traveling to Madeira. Finneytown hosting Cincinnati Christian. And Seven Hills welcoming in Purcell Marion. Winner of Madeira, Fayetteville, gets Clark Montessori. Winner of Brookville, Jackson Center, gets Bethel. Winner of Troy Christian, Lehman Catholic, gets Northeastern. As we advance to Southwest 3, we start off with Emmanuel Christian with a bye, and oops, that's boys soccer. Let's start with volleyball. Tri-County North gets a bye, so the 22nd seed. They'll get the winner of number one, Fort Loramie, and number 23, Triad, from North Lewisburg, which technically, yes, I think it is North Lewisburg, but it's more east. Can you call it Northeast Lewis? I'm sorry. Top of the bracket is at Troy, as is the finale Southwest 3. Bottom of the bracket is at Redding. So your first round matchup is Triad Fort Loramie. That's on the 20th at 6. After that, it's number 15 Yellow Springs battling number 7 Mechanicsburg. Winner of Triad Fort Loramie gets TCN on the 24th. Winner of Yellow Springs Mechanicsburg gets number 14 Bradford right after that. Bottom of the bracket, we have Miami Valley Christian Academy, the fourth seed. They will get a bye and they'll take on either number 5 Felicity Franklin or number 7 Middletown Christian. And after that, 
Felicity Franklin Middletown Christian battle. We have Fayetteville Perry taking on New Miami, all at Reading, and all starting at 5 on the 20th. Now to boys soccer, Southwest 3. Emmanuel Christian Academy, you might have heard, they have a first round bye, and indeed they do, and they'll take on the winner of Botkins or Stivers. Legacy Christian's got a bye, they'll take on Newton or Greenview. Newton will host Greenview, Botkins will host Stivers. Greenham will get to welcome in Fairlawn, and Dayton Christian welcomes in Preble Shawnee. Winner of Dayton Christian, Preble Shawnee will get Twin Valley South. Winner of Green and Fairlong gets Middletown Madison. Winner of Newton Greenview gets Legacy Christian. And Bakken Stivers gets Emmanuel Christian. Your first round battle will be the 19th, all at 7 o'clock. And we wrap things up with the last brackets of the Southwest area. How about a look at Northwest 6 in volleyball? Number one, New Bremen's got a buy. Your top seed, it looks like it's the better seeded team site, but the Second round will be at New Bremen. First round will be at Ridgemont. And on the bottom of the bracket, second round's at New Knoxville. First round's at Waynesville-Goshen. And then better seed. Volleyball seed a little different. Whereas, you know, in Southwest, you heard that one school hosts the bracket. And then you got the finale. Not in Northwest. So New Bremen will await the winner of Ridgemont hosting Upper Scioto Valley. That Ridgemont-USV game will be on the 20th at 5. And we also have a first-round matchup with Waynesville-Goshen hosting number 8, Arlington. That's on the 20th at 6 at Waynesville-Goshen. Winner of that previous game will go play at New Knoxville, the two-seed. And the winner of Ridgemont and Upper Scioto Valley gets New Bremen. Skipping the first round altogether is Lima Temple Christian, the fourth seed. They'll play at New Bremen against number 5, Ada. And also... Number three, Minster, will host Harden Norvin at New Knoxville. And Central 2 to close out the brackets. Wait, this is Division 3. Please tell me I haven't been reading the wrong divisions. I think I might have, but a recap for Division 3. We have Madison Christian battling Harvest Prep on the 22nd of 5. And that's your first round matchup. And that concludes all the brackets in volleyball, boys' soccer, and girls' soccer. It'll be an exciting race to the finals, and I'm definitely looking forward to giving you updates on that, especially when we get closer to state champions' time. It's always so rewarding when you have state title winners come back to the area and you know bring home a title. I mean, especially for the families, it's got to be very rewarding. And as people that cover local sports or should cover local sports, they get an excitement about that as well. So definitely, definitely looking forward to bringing on updates in the near future. But I mentioned FC Cincinnati, and I tell you why, Columbus picked a wrong time to go sledding. In fact, I think the crew have dropped what? Three, four straight. FC Cincinnati was coming off their own four-match slide, but they take down the Columbus crew 2-1 to one in the final matchup at Nippert Stadium. Again, both these teams will have new homes starting next year. FC Cincinnati produced their most comprehensive performance, and they upset their biggest rival and reignited a playoff race. 
talk about the standings in a little bit. This is the press release by Charlie Hatch, available on FCCincinnati.com. Coach Stam said it's a deserved win. His message has been clear. Start with the basics, grow in confidence, and then produce results. I think that is a pretty good result producer there. So the Orange and Blue have achieved that using a back five. Normally, most squads will go with a back four, not a five. When the club quieted some of the top MLS attacks and earned clean sheets, but with that back five, it kind of took away from the front and scoring. So 4-3-3 back in the mix for FC Cincinnati. And that's what the Dutchman, the head coach Stam, wants to play throughout his tenure. And I like 4-3-3. It's, it's fairly standard. I mean, you got four defenders, three midfielders, and three strikers. I think, you know, sure that you got four defenders normally on the other side, but, you know, that's, that's a good formation to go with, I think. Coach Stam mentions you want to secure these three points and you want to make sure you win this game. The team in total, they've done very well. Everyone's worked very hard for it. And the coach thinks it's a deserved win. So FC Cincinnati started off the derby with a 17th minute goal when Yuya Kubo, who's been the match's best player to that point, converted a penalty kick, the team's first one of 2020. Columbus would tie it up late in the first half, but then FC Cincinnati would come back and score the game-winning goal. I think that was in around the 70th minute. So what makes this match even more special is FC Cincinnati didn't have their two goalies they normally you know, rely on. Presley Lyle, Titan, and Spencer Ritchie out with injuries. So definitely a special moment for Bobby Edwards. Picked up a win, allowing one goal. And also it was very special too because, if I can find it in this article... FC Cincinnati signed their first academy player who's, what, 16, 17? So maybe some of the youth is starting to, you know, drip in. So I definitely like that. Nick Haglong got named to the MOS Team of the Week thanks to his game-winning goal over Columbus. Beckham Sunderland. I thought it was like Robertson or something like that. That's why I'm glad I checked. Again, I was available at FCCincinnati.com. 17 years of age. He's available for selection for the remainder of the 2020 MLS regular season. And General Gerard Niekamp excited to sign a homegrown player. Decided to keep Beckham with our first team group this year in training as opposed to the academy to be able to make a better assessment of him. Based on his performance and his ability to adapt to the professional environment, he's earned that spot on the roster. So... Sunderland was on the inaugural 2019-2020 season, made nine starts in net for the U16-17s in the U.S. Soccer Development Academy season, also spent time with the Portland Timbers and Chicago Fire FC Academies. So, definitely, he's from Aurora, Illinois, but he calls Cincinnati, Ohio his hometown. And, yeah, 17 years of age is Birth date is 2003. I feel super old on that, but what can you do? So we'll go over the standings. FC Cincinnati is not quite over the hurdle yet, but take that win, maybe push it through. 
maybe. Currently three points away from a spot against Atlanta United. Your two clinching teams in the Eastern, Toronto FC and the Philadelphia Union. Columbus is in third place. Now seven points behind first place Toronto FC. Like I said, it's a bad time to go sledding if you're the crew. But 9-4-4 four, and four overall, so I believe that's three in a row for Columbus. Three losses in a row, I should say. Orlando City in fourth place. New England, New York City, New York Red Bulls, Nashville, Montreal, Atlanta make up your playoff teams in the East, whereas FC Cincinnati, they're four points clear of last place, but three points away from a playoff spot. Can FC Cincinnati do it? If they build on that performance they had against Columbus, why not? Let's see if we can pull a schedule, or even better, check out the schedule on FC Cincinnati because it'll take forever on MLS's website. Behind the curtain looks, you get two of them in these episodes. So FC Cincinnati gets three home matches left, five total, and three more in a row. Next up, October 18th at 7.30 at Nippert will be D.C. United coming into FC Cincinnati. And then October 24th, Minnesota United comes into Nippert. And October 28th, last home match of the year, Sporting Kansas City in the mix. And then FC Cincinnati hits the road at Atlanta United November 1st, Inter-Miami CF November 8th. And that closes out episode 186 and back-to-back episodes. Like I said, I did this back-to-back because, yeah, both of these would have been two hours combined. I figured give you a little bit of a break. So, again, definitely support your local schools, support local sports as we're wrapping up fall sports here. It's hard to believe, but yes, indeedy do. We are heading to the end of fall. Do. That'll close it up for episode 186 of the Cincinnati and Dayton Sports Podcast. And we'll talk to you again for episode 187, where we'll recap week two of football playoff scores, the Bengals game against the Colts, and much more as we talk local sports here on the local Sunday Sports Podcast. Talk to you again for episode 187. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Cincinnati and Dayton Sports Podcast with Lee W. Mowen. Be sure and bookmark SindayPod.com, the official website of the local Sunday Sports Podcast. From there, you can find your favorite way of listening to future episodes on platforms such as Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, TuneIn, Pandora, Spotify, the iHeartRadio app, and more. You can also find the Redbubble and Tee Public shops there too, where all podcast merchandise purchases go to help the podcaster. Follow on social media at Sinday Pod and the Lee W. Mowen on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. 
This closing theme was created with the Splash app. This is Lee W. Mallon saying thank you again for listening, and we'll talk more local Cincinnati and Dayton, Ohio sports next time. <laughs>